Thank you for downloading this in-ear entertainment podcast. You're listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets. Sonnet 72 Oh, lest the world should task you to recite what merit lived in me, that you should love after my death. Dear love, forget me quite, for you in me can nothing worthy prove. Unless you would desire some virtuous lie, to do more for me than mine own desert, and hang a more praise upon deceased I than niggard in truth would willingly impart. Oh, lest your true love may seem false in this, that you for love speak well of me untrue, my name be buried where my body is, and live no more to shame nor me nor you, for I am shamed by that which I bring forth, and so should you, to love things nothing worth. That was Sonnet 72 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. Very similar to Sonnet 71, which made me think I was reading the last sonnet again. I do apologise. Um, and I am joined by uh, the wonderful person who has a full mouth at the moment. So I'm just going to talk a little bit longer so he can swallow the tweets he's eating. And he is... Thierry Healers. I'm just eating all of the rocky road. He hasn't offered to share any with me. I want to point this out. That's because you're in a different country, I Mark. I don't care. You can post things, can't you? <laughs> they wouldn't. I mean, they wouldn't get to you in time. It's, it's Royal Mail. <laughs> you you would get it for Christmas. Just a really, really mouldy piece of marshmallowy chocolate. And you just go, what? oh, yeah, there was this one time before summer. <laughs> and then I'd probably eat it. It's chocolate. Chocolate is fine whenever. It, it's, it never goes off. It's never bad. Well, it is bad. Uh, American chocolate. Sorry, Americans, but your chocolate is bad. It's not chocolate. It's sour milk mashed up into some sort of solid form. It's disgusting. I've still not tried American chocolate. Oh, it's, it's it's utterly bizarre. It is utterly bizarre. I am, I am vaguely intrigued because, I mean, you can buy Reese's and Hershey's yeah. in shops. So. Buy some Hershey's. Buy some Hershey's chocolate. And you eat a square of it. And the first two <clears> seconds, you're like... I don't know why everyone goes so bad about this. It's quite fine. And then for the next 10 seconds, you'll be clawing your tongue out of your mouth. It's yeah. it's horrible. Sorry, it's true, Americans. Your chocolate sucks. Either that or I'm just going to really, really love it. So I'm one of those weird people who also likes spam. So I don't think I've had spam in a long time. It comes in a can. Any meat that comes in a can has to be awesome. It's like corned beef. Corned beef is awesome just because it comes in a can. Oh, now I want corned beef. Have you seen they sell posh corn beef now at supermarkets, which comes in packets, like like cuts yeah, of meat? Yeah, they've been doing that for a while. And that's just that's not proper corn beef. Corn beef comes in a can, and it's got the little key turny thing, and you open the can with the key turny thing, and then it slides out, and it does that kind of as it slides out suction noise. That's proper corn beef. That's that's yeah. food. That's that's, that's proper food. <laughs> that's that's food that the rich people will never experience. No, they can have their force fed goose liver and we have I, I quite like that if you've tried fragua that makes me that makes me like a it just I eat a lot of that stuff it's just one of those things that people back home just do just eat fragua but okay we eat horse as well so we're that's weird fine thing. nothing wrong with eating horse I have no issues with anyone eating any type of meat I, I have an issues with how pony, animals are treated pony steak pony steak I'm, I will have a pony burger a double pony burger please with, with yeah. cheese yeah you can eat pony it's, it's I'll eat most meat if it's if it's actually meant for human consumption. Yes, 
yeah, I have no issues. I I'm I don't eat a lot of meat, but I have no issues with eating with uh, meat eaters eating any type of meat. No, no one animal's higher than any other animal. They're all animals. If you're going to eat one, why not eat them all? Mm. I would probably feel a bit bad about eating a cat or a dog. Really? There are some evil cats and dogs out there. Yeah, but that's it... cat ribs. I mean, it's cultural. That's I grew. That's what British people don't eat horse. They consider them pets. Yeah. Um, it's, that's just a Could weird. You not, yeah, I mean, can you not think of... barbecued cat ribs? They're just the right size. One one cat would be like one person's person serving. It's just the right size. Yeah, but then you'd see the neighbor's cat walking over the fence, and you just go, "Yum." <laughs> that's what you do. Might might stick her on the grill as well. And 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 if you were eating dog, you could feed the dog bones that are left over to another dog, and it'd be like it'd be like making a reduced sauce uh, slowly over time as you fed the dog bones to the dog and then you'd have the ultimate reduced jus dog I want to see that on MasterChef <laughs> dog jus I've made some scallops on black pudding with dog jus <laughs> yes I, I think that would be awesome Sonnet 72 we, we're getting quite good at these little interludes at the beginning that have nothing to do with yeah, sonnets yeah Seventeen at the beginning and then we, we should read out the sonnet yeah, and, we should, and then we talk about random stuff and then we Go back to the sonnet. Uh, sonnet 72, again, is another one about death. Um, so we've had two death sonnets in a, in a row. You've had a, little, a couple of days gap in between them. Um, so if we're a tad bit depressed, we, we apologise. I, I do like some of the lines, though. And we, and we have that beautiful niggard truth. Yes. Which which you couldn't write today. No. I'll probably have to put an explicit tag on the podcast now, Mark. Because, because you said niggard because truth. Because you said niggard. niggard truth. I don't think it means quite the same. It, it doesn't have to quite. No, it's just just yeah, just... giving or sharing as little as possible. Nigard. Um, I don't know. D- does that have the racist connotations to it? I guess. Nigard misery. But... Well, you're still using that word to mean something bad. Yeah, I'm just I'm just having a hunt to see if anyone's got the entomology for it. Uh... I mean, the racism isn't necessarily a direct insult to that race. The racism can also be describing something bad with a term that you would otherwise use for that ethnic group. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it's mean person, uh, late 14th century. uh, The suffix suggests French origin, but the root word is possibly from earlier nig, meaning stingy, circa... Uh, 1300 perhaps from a Scandinavian source related to the old Norse word I can't pronounce meaning stingy it has it has letters in it it has a H then an N then an O with a line for it and then G-G-R oh that's an O so Hnug probably not how you pronounce it but yes so I, not directly relating to race but like you say it's got that that connotation in, in current English I guess well even at the time the, the the African slaves would have been. Um, I mean, they had America, and America was still. I mean, slavery was still common in that world. Yeah, that's in the 1600s. That's bad slaves for for, for another 200, <sighs> almost another three centuries after Shakespeare's time. Owning so. people is bad. I don't understand why it's so hard for people to get their head around this. But the the slave trade. There is more people in the slave trade today than there has ever been in any point in history. 
So we we like to think ourselves as civilized, but there's a larger slave trade now than there's ever been at any other point in history, and it's disgusting. And most of our slave trade is sex slave trade, which is even worse. Yeah, and underage usually as oh, well. It's just ugh, people are sick because there is money in it. Yes, ah, That's... the great capitalist system. So surely, if yeah. the the American ideal, which states that a capitalist system that um, good ideas will float to the top, you know, the the idea that bad ideas don't survive and good ones go forward because the that's what capitalism promotes. Does that not is that not America justifying sex slavery and prostitution in in that sense? Because you know that market really does exist, and drug dealing that market exists. So the free market has. Yeah, I don't. I don't. It's it's possibly a, the use the, the wrong use of the word good and yes. bad because the good business ideas do always flow to the top the 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 things that make money survive and that's that's good in a capitalist world the the, the things that get you rich are good things yeah. but they're not necessarily morally good yes yes I I I agree I don't not for any one point was I trying to say that underage no no I'm just no that wasn't. <laughs> Mark Chatterley promotes underage sex slavery. No, I don't. I wasn't attacking you. It's just when you say that capitalism promotes... Oh, you as in when people say capitalism promotes good ideas float to the top. Yeah, the good ideas do float to the top. But but the good ideas are the ideas that that bring the stakeholders money or the business owners money. and, And not the ideas that benefit society. Because usually the ideas that benefit society don't they're not usually things that make sense in a business. Uh, yes, which is why the capitalist system doesn't work. A pure capitalist society would be awful. And even America, which is probably the most capitalist society on earth, isn't a pure capitalist society. And they've got quite large parts of socialism thrown in there too. Uh, and Well, yeah, they, they do have taxes. Yeah. and Or even though the GOP hates the taxes, yeah. but there there are taxes. and Socialised schooling. They, they do have... Socialised... Health, health, health insurance to a certain extent. There is Medicare and Medicaid. Yeah. And... Interesting. In in interesting world we live in. Um, death poetry. Let's go back to death poetry. Death. Um, again, it, it, this sonnet is is following up the idea that that after Shakespeare's death, the the fair youth should should forget about him. It, it's it's a really weird, really weird thing to say. Um. Uh, lest the world should task you to recite what merit lived in me that you should love after my death dear love forget me quite I, I, it's just really strange you know the unless you've been asked by society to, <coughs> to remember all my great things and tell people about them don't just forget me move on forget this old dirty yeah, man who, yeah. who had a crush on you and just move on with your life it, it's really Weird, and I wonder if this does this show maybe a glimpse of how Shakespeare wanted to be seen after his death. He didn't want to be held up as this this paragon of of writing genius, which he is. I I, I don't. Yeah, I mean, he does he does say um, he the 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 you shouldn't hang more praise upon deceased eye than nigger truth would willingly impart, which kind of implies the well, we we. Even nowadays, we have this weird idea of do not speak evil of the dead, which is stupid yeah. because if someone was an asshole, they're still an asshole even if yep. they're dead. Completely agree with that. And and just be, de- death doesn't earn you respect. That just no. 
but but we we also tend to speak too well of the dead. Yes, we we the, we we take the don't don't. Don't speak ill of the dead. We tend to take that to the opposite extreme and just just raise people we loved in when they were alive to this deity-like, just this this perfect human being. Yes. And then just, I guess you you want to remember the when someone dies that you cared about. You want to remember the good bits. Yeah, and I you 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 don't want to remember the one time they refused to pay for dinner and and. And I guess that's a coping mechanism because you don't. You can't deal with those issues. You can never get closure on it. if, if your father was was uh, an all right guy, but every now and then beat you, you. You focus on the good things because you can't. Now that he's dead, there's no way to confront them about the bad things. There's no way to to seek closure on those issues. I guess to to use a American term. Yeah. Um. So the only thing you can do if to to try and move on with your life is remember the good times and not the bad. I guess. Maybe. Maybe that was a bit deep. But then not raise the good parts to the point where you forget the bad yeah, parts. Yeah, and, that, and that's, again, where I, I agree with you. I think we go too far that way. And, and we, we, as you say, if, if you have an all right dad who, who brings home money and, and provides for his family, but occasionally gets up the belt and punishes his kids physically, and when he dies, you just try and blot out that memory of him punishing you physically that you're doing yourself a disservice then yeah yeah because i mean yeah it, part of that is you that that pain you carry around is is part of what makes you you and and to ignore that is actually damaging to yourself i i think i would say um the ending of this is, is quite interesting the end of this sonnet um oh lest your true love uh, makes me false in this that you for love speak well of me untrue my name be buried where my body is i just i i find that interesting that he's my name be buried my my i don't quite understand the implication of of name being buried maybe does that mean his reputation i guess is is where my brain goes with that is he saying my my reputation is buried as well i i want to when i die just disappear into history I think that's what, that's kind of the meaning that I got. My name be buried where my body is. Just sort of you've you've put me back into the ground. So just or put me into the ground. So just just move move forget me from from just the fair use perspective though, not from societies because we've already had sonnets talking about how. And I think you mentioned this in the last in the last podcast about how his sonnets will live on, his verse will live, will live on. on. So he wants his name. He wants his work. Well, he wants his work to live yes. on, but he doesn't. Which kind of I don't know. There's maybe Shakespeare historians out there who could tell you what his favorite dinner was, but that's that's not in the common barbecue cat. Not not common knowledge. But <laughs> maybe, but that that's. He did sort of succeed in that way because people know his work. Yes, but most people probably couldn't even tell you how old he got, or just yeah, or where he was from. I guess I, I'm where he was from. You should really know. That's that's one of the things that you should know. <laughs> Maybe if you just, I mean, if you don't know that Shakespeare was born in Stratford upon Avon, just 
<laughs> this podcast is not for you. We don't want your sort around here. No, just, just there. There are very, very obvious biographical details that that most people would know, but not everyone. Yes, but most people would know. And then, but they don't tell you anything about who he was. I mean, if you die and you, you supermarket matters will become this huge thing in fifty years. <laughs> And and well, there's this thing, and you die, and then some people will just know that you used to be, live in Gloucester, but that they 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 no one would know that. I don't know. You you liked eating sweets, and and you you liked fizzy drinks. I'm obsessed with pizza, which and pizza, and that you just it's true. Just just personal well character traits that that get lost, and yeah, that just don't matter. But with any great, I mean, you, who was Da Vinci? Who was Galileo? Just yeah, all we know about them are these these stories the, the and work their work that they've done. Yeah, yeah, and the stories are passed down and hearsay and yeah, yeah. They they should have shifted. There's usually, I, I guess, there's most of them have a grain of truth, but it, it's sort of become legends and and yeah. Well, maybe not legends is the wrong word, but but. I, I, yeah, just 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 a story that you tell, and, and yeah, and and, and it, it becomes hard to tell the difference between fictional characters, and in fact, some fictional characters people have more resonance with because with the fictional characters we can control their stories. So you do know what Homer's from The Simpsons' favorite food is. We all know that Homer likes yeah, likes yeah. donuts, and we all can describe what he wears he has that white shirt and, and blue trousers on and there was that one time he had to go to work in his pink top and he didn't like it and bart simpson has his his lucky red cat and like <coughs> skateboarding and so we actually have a lot more connection with well, fictional e- characters even even more than that if you asked if you gave someone a scenario and go what would homer simpson do most people would go oh he would act in this way yeah Be- because he is such a precisely defined character that you could just put him anywhere and go, this is what happened. Because that's just basically what The Simpsons is now. <laughs> they come up with a scenario, they chuck the characters in, and the characters just do what the characters would do. And it's almost predictable because you know how the story's going to end. Just yeah, yeah. Because you know what those... I was going to say people, but yeah, what those... Yeah, people. It's... What those, yeah, what those, what those sort of characters would do, and uh, people would do. That's interesting. Oh, that's fascinating. That, that's. I think that was a nice little detail. That was really good. And and the idea that when we die as people, your uh, anything you've done that's big, like Shakespeare, obviously with his writing, lives on. But the, you as a person, your personality dies, and and even if you're, you'll, you'll be remembered for yeah. a while by your immediate circle. But 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 as that circle dies as well yeah you just that disappears disappears. oh that's quite sad oh i don't like that we need to uh, we need to figure out how to upload ourselves into computers um quickly quicker probably i do probably happen within a century so whether whether we'll die just before it happens that would suck someone is going to be the last person to die before it becomes possible to live inside a computer forever yeah yeah, it's probably gonna be me. <laughs> well, when when I'm whizzing around my computer, I will I will think of you. I'll just I'll just I'll just have a doctor just in a hospital bed, just a doctor going, just just two more minutes, two more, just 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 need to say, just hit the enter button, just, just... Oh. <laughs> who knows the password for the program and ah. Oh. <laughs> 
It's a dark blue screen. No. <laughs> and then you're you're gone. So when I'm whizzing around in the computer network, I will I will make a, a fake Thierry. Well, you could. We, we've probably got to the point where we we'll reconstruct um, your personality. Is it Charlie Brooker had the um, the episodes with um, on Black Mirror? I've never seen Black Mirror. Where um, there's one episode on Black Mirror where they it's near future scenario, but they figured out how to uh, basically create synthetic humans, and they make the one one woman's. I think it's it's the husband or fiance boyfriend. There's a relationship, but the the, the guy dies. And she orders this synthetic guy who looks like her her boyfriend, her dead boyfriend. Okay. And they just they 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 feed him. Well, he just, he's connected to the cloud because the cloud is everywhere. Yeah. And they just pull all his social media stream, his emails, just just everything, just into that. Pull that from that and create an AI from that. That's and he just sort of he's not he never quite get that's the eerie thing he never quite gets to the point where he is that person because you don't put everything in the not everything is yeah, online yeah. and I mean but, that one time where you saw a sunset with your significant other and you were so indul just so in that moment that you didn't put it online that would be a defining moment for the relationship but the AI wouldn't yeah, know yeah. about it and and also as as humans we have thoughts and feelings that help who we who make up who we are that we probably only shared never... with a few people if anyone at all like there i i mean the the obvious one and the one that's that's really obvious is, is some deep sexual fantasies that people have and then they are are a part of you but you might not have told anyone but you you also might have feelings about your parents or your other half or your siblings or your friends that you've never voiced and you've never put down in any yeah. form of, and and they would still have an impact on how yeah. you act. It would still be, well, that specific, specific. God, that that specific <laughs> idea would never be voiced. Yeah, but it would part be, of who you are. Yeah, noticeable as a whole of your character, even if people wouldn't know. Yeah, why you you have that specific uh, trait? Interesting. Why you act that specific way? Very interesting. I like I like this conversation. I I think we should we should end it there now that now everyone's minds are blown who are listening to this this podcast and who are sat at home going oh, I never thought of it like that. That's amazing. Um and and what you should do is you should read them Sonnet seventy two, and, and then they can they can go and ponder their existence as a human or a fairy. I'll. Uh... I'm a fox trapped inside a human's body. I must dress up as a fox and then go have sex in a car in a car park. That's, uh, wow. I think I should read this now before this goes too far. Yes, I think you should, yes. Sonnet 72. Oh, lest the world should task you to recite what merits lived in me. That the, 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 the. I don't think in any of them so far today you've actually read past the second line yet. No, I was going to say thou. Why is there a you? I don't know. What merit lived in me that you should love after my death? Dear love, forget me quite, for you in me can nothing worthy prove. Unless you would devise some virtuous lie to do more for me than mine own desert, and hang more praise upon deceased eye than niggard's truth would willingly impart. 
Oh, lest your true love may seem false in this that you for You were so good. You had a rhythm. I keep I keep I keep wanting to say thou. <laughs> you want you want to use fake Shakespearean language. Just to make it even more pretentious. Oh, lest your true love may seem false in this that you for love speak while of me untrue. My name be buried where my body is and live no more to shame nor me nor you. For I am shamed by that which I bring forth and so should you to love things nothing worth. Excellent. That was Sonnet 72 of Shakespeare's Sonnets. I've been Mark Chatterley and you can follow me on Twitter um, at Nufkin or at Ent. And I've been Thierry Healers, and you can follow me on Twitter at Sound of Seagulls. Brilliant, and we shall see you next time uh, for Sonnet 73. Goodbye! Bye. You've been listening to Shakespeare's Sonnets with Mark Chatterley and Thierry Hellis. This has been an in-ear entertainment podcast. To listen to other podcasts or find out more about in-ear entertainment, go to www.inearentertainment.com.